Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. I am so relieved and thrilled and happy and over the moon that you guys liked the first three episodes of this podcast. I know they weren't perfect. I know there were some audio issues, particularly with Bob's episode. I kept warning everyone not to say anything mean because I was very emotionally fragile, particularly last week. I wanted these to be perfect and I felt very vulnerable putting them out. I got a lot of feedback that was very helpful. And one of the main things that I heard was that people wanted to know if I would talk about housewives. And so I just wanted to have this emergency meeting. And it's what I'm calling an emergent OC meeting. And it's about the Real Housewives of Orange County, their cast. Because guys, we really need to talk about it. It's a problem. And I know we're about halfway through this season, maybe further than halfway, I think at this point. This cast needs to go, you guys. And I'm going to start with Peggy. Uh, Peggy's a new addition this season. And I can't watch her anymore. She is very difficult to watch. That Deco and her just are on their own little show. They're not interacting much with the rest of the cast, which doesn't make any sense, particularly for a new housewife. It doesn't seem like a seamless introduction for a housewife. We've never met this Peggy before. We've never met this Deco before. So first of all, it's like, why are they here? Why are they in our lives? Who are they friends with? Who are they being introduced by? And their introduction was so sketchy and terrible from the get-go. I mean, it was Doug and Lydia, who we'll talk about in a minute, but Doug and Lydia brought Peggy on as a friend, but it wasn't really a friend. They were photographing Peggy and Deco for their magazine, Nobleman Magazine. And you guys, we don't need another magazine. There's plenty of magazines. I don't understand why they're starting a new magazine. We all get Entertainment Weekly, and that's all we need. Maybe Entertainment Weekly, People Magazine. You know, we don't need a nobleman. Okay, it's it's enough. It's 2017. We all have limited coins. We have limited uh, amount of money to spend our entertainment on, and there's a ton of entertainment out there. So if I'm going to the bookstore, I'm not going to pick up Nobleman Magazine when I could pick up um, Us Weekly, frankly. And there's free content online. You could go to Daily Mail and get all the fix you need. So why do I need to see Peggy and Deco on a cover of a magazine? Anyway, so their introduction was, oh, Lydia's photographing them for the cover of this magazine. Who knows who Peggy and Deco even are? So why would they put them on the cover of this magazine? It doesn't make any sense. They're not models. Deco is certainly not a model. Peggy's pretty, but come on. She's not someone that should be a, a cover model. She's not Christy Brinkley or um, uh, Judith Light. So, God, I would love a magazine with Judith Light on the cover. Judith Light is that the mom from Who's the Boss, and she seems like she would cover that magazine closer. Do you guys, do you guys get that closer magazine? It's for elderly women, and I read it at the airport. It's my favorite thing to get before I go on a plane because the stories are all things that I love. It's all stuff about Glenn Close and Sally Field and any of those kind of women. Kathy Lee and Hoda, I think, are on the cover 
they've been on the cover multiple times. I'm I'm pr- fairly certain. That should be our cover model. It shouldn't be Peggy and Dico. So Lydia, who hasn't even been on the show since I don't know three seasons ago or something, she brought them into this group. And frankly, it's confusing why Lydia was even brought back into this group because she didn't have a very strong connection to Tamara or Shannon or Vicky. And so she was reintroduced to everyone alongside Peggy, and it was just so, it felt so scripted and forced, and we're smarter than that, aren't we? We know that this is just too much of a casting thing. And I always like in these housewives when they bring on someone new that has a relationship with the rest of the cast already. Not these new people that have no connection to anyone. And Peggy didn't have any connection to anyone. And Lydia didn't have much of a connection with anyone else. The only thing I like from Lydia is when they put her in that drag outfit and she looked like uh, Mr. Magoo or whatever with that fucking top hat. That was the only good thing Lydia Lydia has brought us this season. And frankly, I only liked it because I was laughing at her, not with her, because I don't like Lydia. To me, she's a little homophobic. Not a little. She's a lot homophobic. When she was at that drag queen bingo complaining about she's not comfortable there, blah, blah, blah. She's just a fucking walking contradiction, and I do not like it. Oh, she just bugs me. I'm tired of hearing about Doug's balls. We don't need any more stuff about Doug's balls. Unless you're going to show me Doug's balls, please stop talking about it, okay? If you want to pull out his balls on camera, then by all means, let's have a conversation about it. But it's all a tease and a build-up to nothing. So I got to hear about Doug's balls, which I would like to see, and I don't even get to see him. You either show me the balls, or you stop talking about it, okay? It's like when you're with a friend and they're like, I'm going to order a pizza, I'm going to order a pizza. And then you talk about what kind of pizza you're going to order. You say like, oh, I'm going to get pepperoni or maybe some uh, barbecue chicken. And then your friend decides, you know what, I don't want any pizza. Lydia's teasing us with Doug's balls and we're never going to see him. Okay, so get it out of here. Off my screen. And you guys, we need to talk about Vicky. Vicky is the OG of the OC and I used to love her. And I think she's still got a lot for me to love left in her. But she needs to go away. She's just causing this whole franchise to stall. She never takes accountability for anything she's done. And she's separating the cast. She's making it into these two camps, and she's not really willing to... I mean, she sort of apologizes. Okay, we can't just have this where it's like, we're not filming with each other. We hate each other. So I think if I have to choose between Tamara and Shannon and Vicky... Guys, I'm getting rid of Vicky. But, and here's, this is a big but, I would also get rid of Tamara. I'm tired of seeing her and Eddie. I think they need to go. I don't think they're giving us enough to warrant them being on the show. And frankly, it makes me a little uncomfortable every time Tamara talks about her daughter. Because we all know, if, we've, if you've read any of the press or news stuff, you know that Tamara's daughter is pleading with Tamara not to talk about her on the show. And she keeps saying, hey, I will have a relationship with you if you get off the show. So Tamara needs to get off the show, right? That's what I would conclude from that. If my 18-year-old daughter was asking me to get off the show, I'd get off the show. And Shannon, Shannon's stuff is dark, you guys. It's dark. I mean, that the weight loss thing, and every time that camera cuts to her, she's eating something. It's a little awkward to see her reaching for a crab leg when we all know what's her biggest issue in life. I think Shannon's weight struggle is so relatable and I really I gotta give it up to her for presenting that and showing this this storyline because it is very relatable to I think a lot of us who 
either struggle with our weight or we balloon up and down, that kind of thing. So I really applaud that, but I think she can be a little too dark, a little too much. So I don't want Shannon gone. I just would maybe like to lose some of her darkness. So maybe lose some of her marriage struggle. You know, her and David, that whole her and David storyline is, it's a little too dark compared with the food issues. Okay, I'll have one or the other. It makes me anxious. So who do we have left? Kelly Dodd, of course, should stay. She makes fantastic TV. And the only thing that I like about Peggy this season is that she makes Kelly Dodd seem more stable. I like Kelly. I'm a big fan of Kelly. I think she's a great addition. She's also stunningly beautiful, right? I mean, Kelly looks good. So who does that leave us with? Megan, who, you know what, we all forget about. When five minutes goes by and Megan's not on my screen, I completely forget she exists. So that's not really a quality that we're looking for in a housewife, right? Like, I don't want to forget that you're even in the cast. It's like, oh, she pops up on screen. I'm like, oh my God, it feels like when one of those old housewives pops in, you know, when you get like a Lynn Curtin scene and you're like, wait, are they in the cast still? And that's what happens with Megan every time she's on camera. So maybe she's not the best. And I appreciate what Megan has given us. She gave us that whole season with uncovering the cancer storyline with Brooks. So I appreciate that from Megan, but it's time for her to go. That leaves us with Shannon and Kelly. I think the cast should center around those two. And let's fill it out with new people, or maybe some old returning people, demote Vicky and Tamara to friend of the housewives. So let them pop in and out, and producers could tell them, you know, we're going to demote you both this season, and see how it goes next season, and then we'll make a decision whether you return or not. Because I still want to see Vicky and Tamara there, they're such a staples of this show, so I still want to see them around. I don't want them gone forever, I just want it to be like that season of Real Housewives of New York, when Luann was demoted to friend of, and it made us all root for Luann. And now Luann's, you know, running that whole show over there, Tom. Oh, don't get me started on Tom. He goes, that's, it's been a tough summer with that, right? Anyway, so I'm calling on Orange County to be recast. I think it needs to be done, and we need to get, ba- we need to get it back on track. Orange County is the signature show of this franchise. We need those ladies to get rejuvenated, refreshed, renewed. Maybe just let them uh, take some time off for a while. Take an extended hiatus in between seasons. But we need some time away because this is this season's not working. And you know what? Lydia's not working at all. Peggy is not working at all. Because I don't want to see Peggy again. You hear me? I only want to see Lydia if she's going to show us Doug's balls. Without the balls, I'm not interested. Doug is hot though, right? He's hot. I mean, you can't deny that. They always show him shirtless, and it's like, you know Andy Cohen was giving them notes when he saw the rough cuts and was like, get any footage you have of Doug shirtless and put it on the show. Let's get it out there. And I think that, you know what, I thank Lydia for that contribution to the show, the eye candy. So that's how I feel about Orange County. And it would be even more upsetting if I didn't have another Real Housewife franchise going on at this time, which thankfully I do, and it's a gem. It's called The Real Housewives of Dallas. Now, if you aren't watching The Real Housewives of Dallas, you have got to get on board. Okay? You have got to start watching it. I'm, I'm telling everyone who will listen. I told my building manager. I've told grocery store clerks. I've told... 
Ah, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, We use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash everything iconic. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And we all carry around different stressors, both big and small. Sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because I cannot stop thinking about them when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm trying to go about my day. I keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively. Now, therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff. And if you've never benefited from therapy, I think it's time you explore. I think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist. It's so incredibly helpful to get those coping skills skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. uh, So that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Everything Iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Everything Iconic. Uh, Gypsies on the street who are reading fortunes. I will tell anyone who will listen that they need to be watching The Real Housewives of Dallas because it it is fantastic. It gives us everything we want from a franchise, and it's very unique. It's uniquely Dallas. And there's a reason why Dallas is so good. And her name is Leanne Locken. Okay, now Leanne Locken is an actual carny person. She grew up in a carnival, which, okay, sign me up, right? When you heard that, come on, don't you want to start watching? If you've never watched before and you hear there's a carnival woman, you're in, right? And by the way, if you haven't watched season one, it's six episodes, and I think it's great. There's a lot of poop drama, which I can't really get into because it's hard to explain, but there's a lot of poop drama. And I thought it was compelling. I thought it was compelling TV, and I I fell for these women in season one. But I know a lot of people were turned off because it was new. You know, up until this point, we've never seen a fight uh, that was centered around poop. And I'm sure it won't be our last. But for the meantime, season two is righting its wrongs, if you will. Season two is a little bit more aspirational, which is one of those qualities we like in A Real Housewives, right? We like when we're seeing these rich society folks that we aspire to be like, in a way, but then also that we feel better than. Dallas is giving us that. They brought on that new Dandra, who's, she is a great addition. I think she's fantastic. Her husband's really cute. 
She's great. And she's friends with Leanne. And Leanne is holding down that series. She's the Teresa. She's the Bethany. She is the Lisa Vanderpump of Dallas. She's the one anchoring that show. And they couldn't have a better anchor. She is fucking crazy. She is beautiful. She's a carny woman. I mean, that's it's a trifecta. That's she's a triple threat. She, even her individual scenes are fantastic. Even her therapy scenes are fantastic. She goes to a therapist, and I promise you, her therapy scenes are the best therapy scenes to ever be filmed and put on TV. I would argue that Leanne Locken's scenes with her therapist are more compelling than Tony Soprano's scenes with his therapist from The Sopranos. I would even go so far as to say that HBO should pick up Leanne's therapy scenes as a one-hour drama and show them to us because they are that good. I would subscribe to HBO just for these scenes. They are interesting. They're dramatic. They're funny. They are everything we want from a good scene, all wrapped up in this Dallas package. And the therapist, you know, will tell her very sensical things to do, and Leanne's not interested. She will do the opposite of what the therapist tells her. And I think that's great. That's what I want in a housewife. So what I'm trying to say is Leanne Locken is one of my all-time favorite housewives. I hope to be watching her on my TV screen until the day that she dies or the day that I die. Hopefully on my deathbed, I'll be watching her uh, talk about uh, carnivals or some shit like that. And you know what? If I'm not doing that, then I'm glad I'm almost dead because she needs to be seen and I need to see her. Now, there's also a great friendship dynamic on Dallas, which that's one of the things that's missing from Orange County. On Dallas, you have these two friends, Brandy and Stephanie, who have a long history together, who like each other more than they like their husbands. And this season, we've seen ups and downs with that relationship. And it's like that season three of Real Housewives of New York, when Bethany and Jill, their friendship was dissolving. We got a little bit of that earlier this season. And then it's been really great to see them come together and resolve their issues and see them as friends again, because you can tell that they genuinely like each other. They're not just hanging out for the show. These two would be hanging out together without the cameras around. And we all recognize these codependent relationships, right? I have one with my friend Jill. If she wasn't in my life, I would fall apart. And that's how Brandy and Stephanie are. And I love watching that. And their husbands are monsters. Stephanie and her husband look like the first half of Shrek 1. Do you remember before Fiona turned into the ogre? Like, that's what Stephanie and her husband look like. Like, he's, a, he's, not, he's not great. And he bought this house with a pool in the middle of the living room, which is dangerous. And they have kids. There's no reason there should be a pool in the living room of anyone's house. Okay, I don't care who you are. It's dangerous. Someone's going to drown. I don't know if anyone has drowned. I haven't Googled it lately. But, you know, it's possible. I don't like her husband. And that's a fact. And the other one, Brandy's husband, we haven't seen much this season, which has been great. I mean, I applaud the producers for not making us look at him anymore because he's not nice to look at or as a human. And speaking of husbands, there's going to be a new husband because Leanne just got engaged. Okay, I'm going back to Leanne. All roads lead back to that carny. And she just got engaged. And I swear to you, her engagement scene when she got engaged at a, at a state fair that was the most romantic thing I've ever seen, okay? And I know that sounds like I'm exaggerating, but it's not. I thought it was the most romantic scene ever, of all time, anything that I've ever seen. And I've seen The Notebook, okay? I've seen Something's Gotta Give upwards of 100 times. And this 
engagement scene between Leanne Locke and, and her boyfriend at the time was just so swoon-worthy. They were playing that carnival game where you throw darts at a balloon, and then the the worker, the game worker, I don't know what you call that, a game worker? I don't know, I feel like there's a name for that. Like, I don't know. And if there's not, there should be. I don't know what we'll call her, like, balloon artist or something. Not an artist, maybe, like, um, a balloonist. That sounds right. Like a, She's a balloonist. She runs the balloon game at the state fair. Anyway, so Leanne's boyfriend throws a dart at the balloon. And this balloonist, she pulls out this box and she says, Oh, we got a special prize for you. Meaning for Le- Leanne. And it's an engagement ring. And it just felt so authentic. It felt so real. I was crying. And I'm about to cry right now. It felt so warm in my heart. And I don't know that any of those other women will ever be able to have a romantic scene like that with their husbands. I mean, I can't picture Brandy and that Brian having a romantic scene because they don't seem to like each other at all. And you know, I, 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 I don't know, I feel like I'm talking shit about Brandy, but I like Brandy. Her voice is a little too whispery for me. I just want it to be a stronger bass. You know, like I wish I could adjust the bass on her voice. And look, I know that my voice isn't great. You're probably thinking, he has no room to talk. His voice is annoying as fuck. And yeah, it might be. But Brandy's voice is too whispery. Anyway, so that's what's going on in Dallas. There's a another woman who, she's selling pink dog food, and you know what, count me in. Okay, that's what I want out of a housewife. I want them selling pink dog food. So I'm not even going to say anything else about her, because that sums her up. I know that everyone thinks this woman is crazy for selling pink dog food. But I think it's a good idea. Am I crazy? Am I crazy for thinking that pink dog food is a good idea? Like, I'm on her side with this. And she does seem as dumb as a rock. But I think this idea is smart. If I went into a a dog food store and saw a pink dog food and a brown dog food, I'd want the pink one. And I think you're all kidding yourselves if you wouldn't want the pink one, too. So that's Dallas. You guys, you have to watch it. Please, please, I beg you to watch Dallas. Okay, I do not want it to get canceled. It's in that death time slot. I don't want this to get canceled. I love this show. I love these women. And Orange County's giving me nothing. So what happens if Orange County gives me nothing again next season and I don't have Dallas? What am I going to do then? I want Dallas to do well. Please watch. Tell your friends. I think it's on Hulu after it airs. No, maybe it's not. Oh, but I think season one is on Hulu. So if you haven't watched it ever, go watch season one. It's good. And while you're on Hulu, go and watch The Real Housewives of Miami season two. I think that's one of the best Housewives seasons of any franchise that we've ever seen. I know you're thinking Miami got canceled. It was bad. But I promise Miami season two was good. There was a drag queen. Mama Elsa. Mama Elsa was the best TV. So please go watch that. Season one of Miami? No. Season three? Eh, it was okay. But season two of Miami was so good. So please go watch it and let's get some cameras on Mama Elsa again. I know her health is fading, so let's get some cameras on her. I mean, I hope, I hope she's doing well. Is she still alive? Is she alive? I don't know if Mama Elsa's still alive, but I'm, I'm thinking of her. I hope she's alive. And if she is alive, then get me a camera crew on her. She was great TV. I'm tired of Bravo taking things away from us. You know, speaking of things that are taken away, I miss gallery girls. What happened to princesses of Long Island? It's like we're just supposed to forget about these people after they've entered our lives. 
I don't want to do that. I'm only interested in forgetting about friends that leave my life. I'm not interested in forgetting about these older women that leave my life. I need them in it forever. It calms me down. It makes me happy. Anyway, so that's my housewife rant. I'll have more thoughts on housewives soon. I know everyone's texting me and, and messaging me saying that I need to talk about housewives on here. And here I am. I know what you guys want to hear about. You want to hear about Mariah Carey and you want to hear about the real housewives. And believe me, those are the two things I want to talk about with everyone. I love Mariah Carey. And you guys, speaking of Mariah Carey, I may or may not have a very exciting Mariah Carey-related guest coming on the podcast very soon. You guys, this is a good one. It's not Mariah Carey herself. I wish. But you guys, I love her. And she's got a new animated holiday film coming out. I just want to plug that. I'm not in any way affiliated with it, but I just want to plug it. Because, you know, we all need to buy and support her. Support a, a girl that's working hard. So everyone go pre-order that movie. It's called All I Want for Christmas is You. I already bought, like, four copies that I'll be giving to all the kids I know. Now, if you like this podcast, please, please go rate it if you get a chance on iTunes or Google Play, anywhere you can. I would love it. Only if it's good rating, though. Like, if you're going to rate it bad and you hate this, then please keep it to yourself. Follow me on my social media, on Twitter and Instagram. It's at Danny Pellegrino. And on Facebook, it's at Pellegrino Danny. And thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate, I appreciate it so much. Anyway, I love you all for listening. Thank you so much. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, my God. You guys, I forgot to mention the Real Housewives of Atlanta trailer. It looks so fucking good. I can't wait for Kim Zolzia to be back. I'll talk about that more soon. Okay, bye. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com.